edit Trying to God figure out how to turn the music mixer. down. <laughs> yeah, so this is a day. So Alex going is great. gone. It's going great it, already. It is myself and John over there in the corner. And just absolutely everything has managed to fuck up. Okay. Uh, just as a heads up, <laughs> the title to the stream might be wrong. <laughs> By might be, I mean it is. Oh, yeah, no, it's totally we, wrong. It's an ATFS title, yeah, so we're it not, is what it is. not quite sure how we did that. We will be... We will be talking about uh, Final Fantasy, Evercore, and we'll briefly mention the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, so, Alex, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we got you a present. <laughs> Not quite sure how we did it. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be an episode. Um, per usual, when any one of us are missing, it's just going to be a, well, actually, more when Alex is missing. It's just a crapshoot with John and me. Uh, there is a script. We may or may not follow oh, yeah. it. Uh, John apparently hasn't looked at it. I looked at it earlier to make sure there was one. But, <laughs> so, we got all the uh, technical stuff out of the way. Let's run through, check That's out Agent E. Check out the shop. Check out our jersey, especially the game Static one. And especially the Anime one, which looks the best. And we'll <laughs> get back to it at some point with that cast when Alex and me can. Uh, Rogue Energy. Best supplement drink of the world. They currently have a, a can sale going out this weekend. Yes, which is amazing. Uh, until Sunday, what is what is it? The twenty fifth. Yeah, through the twenty fifth, they have a, a a good a really good sale on cans. Yeah, it's like fifty fifty percent off, right? Forty or fifty percent off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's fifty percent off. So if you really want to try a can and you really just like some flavors and want to get some twelve packs, now's the time to do it. Um, join the Discord. Check out our website, sparky3.com. We will be going on a break next week for 4th of July. So enjoy 4th of July. Even then, other than that, I think we're good. And I sort of killed the music real early, so it is what it is. Yeah, you, I don't know if you turned it all the way down or if you just hit, killed it entirely. I killed it because it wasn't turning down. Good enough. And I haven't been here enough to get any shows to remember how to do stuff on it. I just stay away from it. Yeah, it's been a whole That's thing. why I sit over here. <laughs> so stream title's wrong. Stream didn't start at first on any of our stuff, it but looked like. They, they, it started, but it, it went off after about a minute. Yeah. And so I had to redo that. So, that, 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 so if you're wondering, yeah, that's uh, the game set extreme with the correct title in that. It's probably on the channel, about 50 seconds Three long. minutes. <laughs> but uh, that's... That shows the uh, correct like background and everything that we that we were gonna talk about. Yeah, I don't know how this is gonna upload, and I'm gonna be honest, it's gonna be interesting. But it is live on Kick and YouTube, so it'll there'll be a record of it somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is how it usually goes. Usually, not as much. I don't know, Alex. I literally. Something went wrong with the stream. It died. I restarted with it. It said connect to use this stream key. I use the stream key, put it into the OBS, and here we are. Happy birthday, buddy. You should know better than to ask questions <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, OBS was froze. I closed it. I did things. Here we are. Yeah. 
right, but well, we're still gonna have was, a show. I was gonna say, I'm just gonna jump into it now. Uh, so I did. I did pick up uh, Final Fantasy 16. I've I've been excited about it. Uh, I've been I've been looking forward to it coming out. I mean, and, this looked good. I've just called it a kaiju simulator this entire time. Uh, yeah, there's, there's some kaiju fights in it. So the if you played the demo, then the full game release, it pulls your data over and it picks up from right where it ended. Uh, so and since the the demo was the beginning of the game, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit because uh, we we kind of alluded to it last week, but we didn't want to spoil anything that was in the demo for anybody that hadn't played it yet. Uh, it it basically just has like the it starts out with your main character kind of older, yeah, and then it cuts back to like 15 years previously, okay, and you play as him as uh, when he was younger, and he's the, the main character is. Uh, the Lord of Rosaria's son, but he's he's like, uh, he's kind of like an outcast son, okay. Because the family, uh, the family line inherits the power of the phoenix, and he was n- he was not the dominant for the phoenix, so he didn't he didn't have all of the phoenix powers. But okay, his, and his younger brother, uh, ended up inheriting it. So does it explain how he ended up with Infrit? Uh that that gets later into it. So the basis the kind of the basics of the game is there's eight uh icon icons like E I K O N. Yes, because they can never be the same named, but okay. But yeah. So it's the eight icons, one for uh, for different elements. Okay. Uh and his family that you like your main character Clive, his family uh, inherits the power of the phoenix, and he has blessings of the phoenix, so he has some abilities with it. Okay, but the they call them dominants have the full power, and then they're the ones that can transform into the giant kaiju versions of them. I'm trying to remember a phoenix summon, but okay. But yeah, so uh, in the the demo kind of in, the ending sequence to it is his family gets betrayed. Okay. Uh, like betrayed, and every like the ke- the keep is being burned down, and everybody around him is dying, and his little brother kind of loses control, transforms into the phoenix, and starts kind of laying waste. Oh, cool! So we're going dark Final Fantasy for this one. Uh, yeah, he he kind of starts like causing some destruction in that, and then kind of in a fit of. Uh, like desperation to try to help him mm-hmm. uh, the main character kind of starts going after him okay and that's when like they really learn of the betrayal because then some people that were like his his father's right hand men mm-hmm. come in cut him down start killing people around him you lose control and turn into a freak okay uh which is which kind of throws everyone off because there is not supposed to be a second icon of fire. Yeah. There's only supposed to be one of each element. And, uh, like your character has like loses control, doesn't know what's going on. Doesn't even know what's happened to him. Oh, thanks Alex. Like doesn't even know what's happened to him and ends up 
like basically turns into Ifrit, sees giant phoenix, and goes, "Fuck that guy, kill that thing." Uh, and yeah, it's like the whole ending sequence is the first kaiju fight of the game, and you murdering your brother, where you're actually playing as the phoenix. Oh, trying to stop. It swaps around a lot in the other game, so you're actually playing as the phoenix, trying to trying to stop what you assume is like a this new demon or something. Uh, and then Ifrit just fucking destroys him. Yes, because it's Ifrit. Yeah, and uh, and then and then like after after that picks up with the main game, and it cuts to like 15 years later. And you are a sad, pretty boy on a quest of revenge. <laughs> uh, because main character doesn't know that he turned into Ifrit. Okay. He just knows there's a second icon of fire. So he's looking for, like, he's trying to track down uh, a dominant of fire because he's assuming that is Ifrit. So he has amnesia from that whole event? He has no idea that it was him or what happened. Oh, he just knows that a second icon of fire showed up, killed his brother, and laid waste to his, uh, like basically their kingdom. I don't know what to tell you, Alex. That's the one that OBS or Restream chose, so it is what it is. But okay, so that's a very interesting story choice for the full fact that your MC is hunting himself down. And he doesn't know, but it's allowed the players to know. Yeah, and it, it which can only allow for some very entertaining interactions. Well, there's also it's there's interesting features or like facets to the story as well because you'll play through events and then it'll cut to other characters. Okay, and show what they were talking about or what is going on with them. At, like but does while it give you're. You can- control of those characters no 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 you're just okay. seeing a cutscene of gotcha. it so it's like you you see what's going on with other people like it shows what was happening there while you were doing your thing okay uh so yeah that the the basics of it uh going through is once once you pick up where the demo left off you're older you're on a quest for revenge you assume everyone that you grew up with is dead okay uh, uh, not quite everyone is dead because you very quickly like, find a childhood friend. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it's like within the first hour of picking up from where the demo left off. Actually, it's very way before that. It's like in the first fifteen minutes. Actually, uh, you f- you find out that Jill, who is this younger girl that was a like with your family uh-huh. uh, that you assumed was dead. She's alive. She's been captured by, or she's now dominant of ice. Okay. Uh, and fighting for the iron kingdom. Okay. And kind of treated like shit. So do you go break her free? Uh, in a manner of speaking, you're there to kill her until you, until you realize it's her. And then you turn on everyone. God dang it. So this is going to be like a super depressing MC the entire game, isn't it? <laughs> God it, dang it. I'm about I'm about 15 hours in. He might be starting to get happy. <laughs> or at least not so sad. Hey, man, you have amnesia and you tried to kill your brother. Hey, a childhood friend was in prison and made to become this thing. You're going to try and murder her. <laughs> about, I don't, I, 
don't really consider the spoilers because it make. I mean, it's just one of those things you know is happening. Okay. I'm about 15 hours in. I've just gained control of Ifrit. So any so you've had mother moments where it's taken effect and you just it's it's uncontrolled. So is it just cutscenes? So to make you play other characters? No, no. Like I've I've had I have had another kaiju fight as Ifrit. Okay. Before I've gained control of him. And was it just a bunch of QTEs? No, it's 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 action combat. Oh. It's an action combat system still. And let me tell you, when, when I'm playing as a freak, I feel like a fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what the opponent is, or, or at least so far it hasn't. I have a feeling that if I have to fight all of the other icons and the other dominants, not going to be so fun. Okay. Because a couple of them, because they, I've seen, I've seen the ice one. Uh, I, I'm you're playing as a freak. I've seen the wind one there's thunder uh yeah thunder earth earth is yeah the the icon is i think they call it titan probably yeah he's in he's in the demo cutscene, uh or like in the demo section you see him fighting uh and then i've seen water i don't know what the other two are there it was called odin uh, he was giant, riding a giant horse and had a spear. He's either thunder or metal. He must be metal because I know thunder. Thunder's my ally. Because Odin's a weird one because sometimes he's a thunder summon and sometimes he's a weird. And then there was normal. another one. I can't okay. remember his name. He was in a cutscene. He's like a giant dragon. That could be a um, Bamant? Yeah, Bayamont. Okay. Bayamont, yeah. I, I, it, was, it was out of my head there. Peace, yeah. Alex. So I've seen, I've seen them. I don't know about any others. Okay. Uh, I've done my, like, the, you know, a couple weeks ago, they sh- they've released that video showing, like, the dungeon crawls. I but, remember like, it coming out, yes. I've done one of those. Okay. Uh, and it, it was, it was interesting. It wasn't bad? It, was, it wasn't too bad. It was, it was... It wasn't super long. It wasn't complicated. It was mm-hmm. basically follow the path here and fight the enemies along the way. Okay. Uh, which is, I would hope they get a little more to them than that. But if they just stay that way, if they're the length that that one was, perfect. Okay. Because it's, it's, if it was much longer, then it would be annoying that you have to keep going through this like almost linear path. Yeah. And then just continue having to fight waves of enemies along the way. Gotcha. So besides the dungeon crawls, is the main portion of the game kaiju fights and then free roam? Mm. Oh, or is there some sort of linear? It's mostly been fairly linear. Okay. That And it's like uh, you get some like open, open-ish zones okay. where you can kind of run around, but it's at least to the point that I've been at, it's pretty much... Here's where you come from. That's where you need to go. There's a couple paths that uh, that it shows that you can go to, but they're locked, and you can't go through them. Okay. So it's been a very linear path so far. But it's like in between like doing going through the zones and stuff, I could open up the map and travel back to other like zones that I've been to. Okay, so ideally it will open up a bit more once you get more stuff. Yeah. Because you say you're 15 hours in. That can be starting mid-game or still be sort of early for a Final Fantasy game. 
Yeah. I'm well that 15 hours as well. I don't know if that's all playtime or if that's some AFK time. Oh, okay. Cuz I've I've had I've I don't know if it counts cuz I've like I saved the game and then set the controller down and walked away for a while. I don't know if that time factors into the time or if it's still counting and it's running there. That might so maybe if somewhere you, between 10 and 15. If you then do another save while it was active, yes. But yeah, so I have I'm between 10 and 15 somewhere in that range. Okay. But uh but yeah, so far I've uh, less less kaiju fights than I would have expected. Okay. Uh, I've done two, counting the one that was in the demo. Uh, so one since then. Yeah. Uh, and I've I've no, I've done two now because I I uh, when I when I controlled Efreet, uh, basically like sad version of me showed up. And I had to fight sad version of me uh, when new happier version of me or as new happier version of me who's kind of accepting things. Okay. Uh, so then I had to have a, I had to have an Ifrit versus Ifrit showdown. So I had to have a talk to talk. Uh, yeah, it was very one-sided. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. The interesting thing is the more... So you gain, I assume you'll be able to gain, like based off demos and how the game's gone so far, you'll be able to gain some, like some of the blessing powers of the different icons. Okay. And be able to use like their abilities in that. Because I have three different ones now. Because I have Ifrit, which I just got when I, uh, when I, Beat like, sad you. Yeah, when I beat sad me and then actually gained control of him, I gained his set of abilities. Then I have the Phoenix's set of abilities, and I'm blanking on the name of those, like, Gardu or something like that. It's the wind icon. Oh, probably like Garuda. Garuda, like that. that was it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, and then I have the wind uh, powers. But not but, Shiva? But I only have two... No, Shiva's Shiva's uh, my ally. Okay. Uh, that's a that's a childhood friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't take her powers. Oh, okay. You didn't murder her. No, she's she's traveling with me. There's there's a moment in there. So how does allies work? Because I know that was a question I had. They mostly do their own thing. I got okay. a I got a dog I can command. Okay. Uh, and the commands are basically just attack, heal which the heal is very insignificant. It's like a very low, like, continuous heal. Okay. Uh, and then there's an ability called Ravage that I can tell them to do, which basically just knocks the enemy up in the air if they're a basic enemy. Okay. So it's basically you have attack, knock up in the air, and slight heal. Uh, the allies kind of just do their own thing, but they're way stronger than me. <laughs> So it's like actually a significant ally. Yeah, it's like they don't their targeting is not the best, but if they hit their abilities like on a group of people, they're gonna kill faster than me. Okay. Uh I had I had one Hey Anthony, how are you doing today? Uh I had one fight where I had one of my allies in there and I was fighting I was fighting a dragoon warrior and like a small dragon. And he killed the dragon before I killed the dragoon warrior. Which was 
I died in that fight, and I had to do it again. Wait, what? I, I, it was, it was after a series of mistakes. <laughs> like this show. It was after a series of mistakes in, uh, in playing with the combat and try because I played around with some of the or one of the, uh, like items that we talked about before that helps you play the game. Okay, yeah. Okay. I had I had one on for or I forgot to take it off when I started the game and okay. it, it uh would extend the dodge window. Okay. So it would pop up like R1 or something if you didn't dodge in time so that to give you a, a couple more seconds to dodge. Okay. Realized I still had that on so I took it off. This was right after that. When I fought these guys. Okay. So I was not used to the dodge timing yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was getting my ass kicked. Uh, but yeah, it's like the followers, they do their own thing. They cast their own abilities and stuff in the, in the battle. You can't really tell them what to do. Okay. But generally they're pretty helpful. Okay. That's good. At, to at know. least against basic enemies against bosses, their damage seems insignificant. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. It's like the boss damage. It's like you do. It's like, they'll help you clear ads. You kill the boss. I mean, uh, that's not bad. No, it's, it's not bad. Uh, the only thing I will say is I hope I get more, like, because uh, the way you switch between, like, the icon abilities mm -hmm. is L2. Okay. And right now I have two. Okay. I hope I get more. I would only assume so. I, I hope I get more because right now I can only put two of, two of the different abilities. Like, I can only use two abilities per, like, icon slot. Okay. So and there's there's four different abilities or five technically. One of them is circle. It's kind of like your you can use it as much as you want to. There's no cooldown to okay. it. Okay. But it's like your utility ability. So like for Phoenix, it's a kind of like a little teleport. Okay. To to enemies or wherever you're facing. For Garuda, uh, you send out like a little claw and it pulls enemies to you. Okay. So. Uh, and then I don't, I don't have one for Ifrit. That seems strange. His is all, his is all offensive. I mean, that makes sense, but that still seems strange. Yeah. But, uh, then you get, you get four different like attacking abilities or like combat. For each set? Yeah. You get four different ones that you can unlock for each set and I can only equip two of them. But can you at least mix and match? After you, you have to... You have to spend like the skill points. Uh, you have to spend enough of them. So like for one of those abilities, it's like five hundred or something. Or for the ultimate, it's like two thousand. Okay. Uh, to the point where it's considered mastered, and then you can put it on a different icon, like little wheel. That's that's an annoying annoying thing. I wish I I wish you could mix and match match them. Because you have to you have to spend the stuff to learn the ability, then you have to spend it to level it up so that it's more useful, and, master. and then you have to spend it to master it, which is a little annoying because it gets very expensive, and you kind of it's like you can refund them whenever you want to, mm -hmm. but it's just annoying that like if I want to try an ability, the basic version of it kind of sucks. So you want to level it up because then it either attacks faster, does more damage, adds additional hits. Stuff like that just generally becomes way better, like significantly better. See, that just sounds like the Yakuza skilled wheels. 
It was sort of just a... You just literally made money just to get the skills. Yeah. It's one of those where it's like... When you have it all done... It'll, it'll probably be, feel it'll, nice. It'll, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll feel nice. But when I want to try them out as I'm kind of playing through the early portion of the game, I wish I could freely switch between them. Uh, but I can't yet, but... I don't know. So far, like as long as I get more of like the little, uh, the little action bars to for the abilities, yeah, I'll be perfectly fine. Because the most fun part about it is actually the utility skills. Because that's that sounds like it. Because that's one of the things where like we were talking about how the combat kind of you can kind of free flow the combat when you get more abilities and stuff like that. It's like the utility skills are kind of what play into that for the most part. Uh. Because like you can you can be swap like you can swap in between which icon set you're on okay. mid animation. Oh, nice! So like if I'm if I'm doing uh, like the ultimate skill for the phoenix, he like gets burning wings and shoots a bunch of fireballs and shit out. Uh, m- like mid that, I can swap over to the uh, Garuda one and like pull whatever enemies left alive to me, dash over there if I want to. Or like even mid of the kind of basic attack ones, it's like you can you can swap between them before the animation finishes and be and uh and like buffer the cast of another of another ability. I feel like um, special controller for mapping would be very useful for this game. Yeah, it does. It gets a little confusing because default controls R one is your dodge. L1 is your lock-on. L2 swaps between abilities. Your consumables are on up, right, and down of the D-pad. And then left on the D-pad swaps between potions and dog commands. And then the left or the up, right, and down then become attack, heal, ravage. So it's like a bunch of stuff is mapped to the same buttons. Yeah. But even then, like, circle is your utility skill. And to use your other skills, it's R2 plus either square or triangle. Okay. But I also learned that even, like, I wish you could map, like, R2 plus circle to something. Or, like, if it was mapped to something, just to give you something else to do. Because currently, if you're holding that down and hit circle anyway, you still just use the utility skill. Which is weird because when you hold it down, it on the screen it highlights the abilities that you can do, and that's not highlighted with it. But it, it can still just let you do yeah, it. Yeah, it still just lets you do it anyways. It's so it's like a few minor annoyances. Uh, but yeah, this this game is very edgy. <laughs> nobody in this like nobody in this game besides like some slaves that are kind of like freed and brought to like. A te- like a cave where they can live together without like masters they're the only happy people <laughs> everyone else is fucking sad even the ones committing crimes yeah yeah oh sure. shit uh so yeah, it's it's very edgy and very horny at the same time what it's, it's very horny okay all right it's like there's a scene between, like a scene. Well, we don't have to dive into it. No, no. I mean, it's like there's a scene where it's just two, like two people that were like sleeping, 
But it's like they were clearly sleeping naked and they're talking. They're not agreeing with each other. And then the lady just like mounts on top of him and is trying and kind of like she's kind of like, don't worry about that. Worry about me. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Sounds like you took a page from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of like Final Fantasy meets Game of Thrones. The, okay. whole, the whole plot is all the kingdoms are fighting each other and they've all got their own dominant. Oh, cool. And then it's like the kingdoms that have allied themselves together and have multiple dominants are the ones that are winning. All right. Well, overall, after your, your current play, what would you give this initial rating? Right now, I'd say I'd, I'd probably give it like an eight. Okay. Off of off of initial impressions. That's with some of like the, the slight annoyances with it mm-hmm. uh, that probably will just get better as I get further in the game and unlock more stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, and yeah, I just, uh, I, I would like m- like more open zones to kind of run around and do stuff. Cause I only have a couple right now that I've actually been able to run around in and they're kind of, there's not a closed off. They're pretty closed off and there's like few enemies in there for me to actually fight. So it, I wish there was a little more of that. Uh, they do have like the, like they did in a like, the Final Fantasy VII remake where there's like a little altar you can go to, for like combat, or like basically like a a combat testing area where you can go back in and, uh, you can spawn enemies and give them to like, get used to the combat or try to get real in depth with it. Oh, okay. And then they have like you can replay certain like battles and stuff like that. I haven't messed with it too much. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be curious to hear more once you get more into it, seeing how it expands and whatnot, considering like all the views and whatnot coming out, we're really hyping it up as the biggest Final Fantasy in years. Uh, I did see right before we started that apparently it is being review bombed Oof. On, on, I think like Metacritic right now, Oof. purely because it's a PS5 exclusive. We all knew it coming out, people. Yeah, stop <laughs> hating. And then I did see, I did see a couple like videos and like articles and stuff, kind of bashing the game for being too easy. Uh, but the people in the video were using the, were using like the assistance items there for people who don't, who aren't good so at the, the combat. So the items who literally were made to make it easy? Yeah, the items that were made for like us, like so that somebody who wants to play through the story but isn't able to go into the action combat or like dive into it real hard where it'll just kind of do everything for you. Yeah. And it's like, I saw some videos of that, that criticizing and it's like, come on. It's like, there's there there are some actual things to criticize it's like you're you're trying to just bait people in and get them mad. Oh man. Well, I do want to touch on before we move on to the next bigger one, the finals. So I did end up playing quite a bit of it, actually. Um so that game sort of actually really expands and sort of strategy went on once you start unlocking weapons and things like that. With the different builds. Um so yeah, like the heavy gets a bunch of heavy heavy weaponry and ways to build uh, quick defenses, destroy buildings, all that fun stuff. Light builds gain a lot of 
short range and melee weapons, and along with a nice sort of like dash ability, which is real fun. And then your medium's just your rock you can flex on whether going up and ending people at close range or long range. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed sort of the uh, versatility of being able to play the different builds once you really start unlocking stuff. Did eventually play the tournament mode. That's actually a lot of fun because the quick cash was more or less a 10-minute rounds. You three teams fight over two vaults, usually at most, sometimes three if someone's quick about it. Tournament mode is much more interesting. It has eight teams, and it splits you into two groups of four initially. Now you're fighting for two vaults with four people, which adds an entire new dynamic if one team manages to sneak away and get a vault, and then three other ones are fighting in a small-ass building, blowing the shit out of it up. Okay. So, yeah, it's just basically just adds another element by having more people in to yes, fight over. Yes, and it giving us an entirely second objective. Okay. And then, um, so yeah, it does that. has two groups of four fight. The top two from those groups then go into another group and fight each other in a group in a setting of four. And then the top two from that go into a final head-to-head face-off. Okay. And are they still fighting over two vaults? or they One f- vault. Okay, I was going to say, because it would make sense if it just went to one at that point. Yes. And usually by the time you get to that... Top one, one team teams to dominate the other because there's no third partying, so it's just straight head to head. Yeah, then it's that it's like okay, who's it, who's the one that third partied and who's the one that had the plan? It very much becomes a which team is more skilled and oriented. Yeah, <laughs> it became very obvious. It was very entertaining. Um, so overall, the finals is very enjoyable. I don't remember. I don't believe the playtest is still going on because I'm pretty sure it was only either till. Today or the 22nd. So by the time this episode comes out, if you're watching it after the fact, the playtest will be over for this current playtest. It is only a second playtest, so I assume there's going to be another. So that code I gave you, John, will probably still be good. <laughs> um, yeah, for for context there, he messaged me. He goes, hey, would you actually want to play this? And I was like, yeah, it sounded great. And he sent me a code to it. And... uh then I didn't play it. Yeah, because after last week's episode, I was messing around with stuff and I realized, oh, I can get friend keys. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, so, yeah, whenever the next playtest is, I'll probably definitely dive into it again, see what changes, see other maps. Because currently there was only Seoul, Seoul and Monaco were the main two maps. And then just the different ways of moving platforms, whether the, the map was pristine, whether it was already partially destroyed, whether it was under construction, so there was, like, scaffolding and things you can climb. Okay, so it's, like, two maps but variations of the maps. Yes, and then there was different things where it was, uh, could have been day, could have been night, could have actually been raining and whatnot, which the those add a little bit of effects. The rain didn't do a whole lot, but the, um, like, on Seoul, night, of course, it became a bit harder to notice people and things like that. And then there was also sort of like an early morning version of it where there was like fog and everything, which added a weird effect of where you could tell if someone ran immediately through because the screen sort of just cleared up, but then it added enough obscurity where it made like sniping slightly harder. Okay. So there's like little touches to the map elements, which were interesting. Um, So I would like to see more of what they decide to do with that in terms of adding just variations. There was one weird variation on Monaco that just was called Ducky, because the whole 
game, the finals mascot is a giant rubber duck, and it just occupies a big portion of Monaco map, just destroyed it, hmm. and you can just fight on a rubber duck, a giant rubber duck. All right, then. Um, I did personally come to enjoy playing the heavy. The heavy has um, two other abilities, which I can't remember because I never used them, because I just enjoyed running into people. Oh, yeah. I mean, heavy. Yeah, you just run into people, destroy walls, and just gun them down. Or if you really wanted to, you could take the sledgehammer to their face. Makes sense. Yeah, that seems that seems like it would be the more the more go to style. Um, but overall, enjoyed it. We'll definitely t- uh, check it out again whenever the next playtest hits. Um, I have something I wanted to ask you, not necessarily about the finals. Okay. So if you if you were gonna if you had anything else on that, I was gonna let you. No, go. you're good. Okay. I was I I was made aware of a game. That's having a playtest next weekend that I've requested access to called Sparkball. Have you heard of this? No, I have not. <laughs> the way that their their uh, description of the game okay. says it's like a combination of League of Legends okay. and Rocket League. Okay. <laughs> that's the that's the face I was waiting on. <laughs> So is it it's 3D a, Omega? It's a top-down was movement like fighter, like kind of like I I don't know why they said league. It, it might just be like map, like kind of way map look, but like was with like character abilities and stuff like that, where you have to fight each other. Or it's like you have to fight the other team on the map, but the goal is to get a ball. To the net on the other person's side. This just sounds like a Omega Strikers. Yeah, but not, not like table hockey kind of. Okay. It's it more like uh. It looked kind of like Battle Right on a big map. Oh, with, that's with cancer. More, with more people in it. Okay, that sounds like cancer. <laughs> All right. You said this is next weekend. It's, it's next weekend. I requested you call it Spark Bar, Spark Ball, uh, Spark Ball. I requested access. Who's the to developer? It. I don't know. Okay. I got a message in Discord about it earlier. Buddy of mine was like, "Hey, have you guys heard of this? They got a playtest next weekend." All right, I'll see if it's on Steam. I assume. Yeah. Okay, we'll uh, see how that's, that goes. It, it, it seems like it seems weird enough to be in your ballpark. Okay, I mean, I'll I'll sign up. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll be in there if I <laughs> if I can. That look, it looks nuts. Okay. Well, on the other hand, another MOBA type game that I've been playing is Evercore Heroes, which that was a fiasco for me. Why? So I bought the Legends pack, the $80 pack and everything, which reminds me, I still need to get hold of support. Um, And I guess whenever I purchased it, I somehow misspelled my email or some shit. So I didn't get any of my stuff. So I had to go through the text for be like, <laughs> hey, I'm a dumbass and I don't know how to spell my own email. Um, but here's the thing confirming my purchase as like, what do I need to do to get my game key? Luckily, it was real quick. And like within the like eight hours I went to sleep afterwards, I got a reply saying, hey, you do actually, you did in fact buy a founder's pack and not trying to scam us. Here's the game key associated with it um, and everything. Uh, the only thing I need to do, I need to re-get a hold of them to get my four friend keys or three friend keys because that was apparently supposed to be a different email and I didn't get that email. I'm like, shit. 
How long is the playtest going on? So here's the fun fact. They have not given an end date. Okay. So it's not a playtest. It's actually closed beta. Okay. Oh, yeah. Closed beta. I, I kept thinking playtest because... Finals. Yeah. Finals and then... Darker it, and darker? Well, it's just like I was I was browsing through games gotcha. earlier and was looking at like playtests coming up on certain things. So, yeah. That was a fiasco, but I mean, I got it. Everything's good now. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, overall, it is very enjoyable. It's a... I do enjoy how they've done the PV, PVE thing of it. Because it's more PVE versus actual yeah, fighting yeah, other it's, people. It's more of a competitive PVE game. Yes. Um, so, teams of four. Four teams of four load in. And currently, the roster consists of 16 characters, four tanks, eight damage, four supports. So, and I've sort of, like, after going through the characters' abilities, I do enjoy how they've built a lot of these characters because they have very similar mechanics that we've seen in other characters and MOBAs and playstyles and whatnot, and they've tweaked them a little. Okay. So, because though it is a MOBA-esque game, it honestly feels more to me almost a action dungeon crawl, more or less. Okay. Because the characters do feel different than in how they play and whatnot, and have these extra sort of like animation steps and whatnot to have you adjust to make it like actually really have to time how you do your abilities and whatnot. Okay, so I got a question. So when you say like the the characters are have abilities similar to what we're, we've seen, kind of. Mm-hmm. It, is it kind of like that thing where like you can go in, kind of read the abilities, and go and reference to for, like, other MOBAs and stuff? Like, okay, this person probably plays similar to how this character played. Yes. The only thing is, like, the ticks I told, there is a slight adjustment to it. because Yeah, it's just, like, you you could, you could probably just, like, read the abilities and be like, okay, and reference, like, a league character, Smite yes. or, so, or Omega Strike or something yeah. like that. Um, Because, like, I've mostly played Tank because that was my... My defaulted because a lot of everyone wants to play damage or support, which is very weird for support. Um, it, I don't know. In, in some games like that, like support, like support is king. Yeah. And which in this type of game, it's fairly necessary to have a, some sort of support. You could, there is items that would allow you to build where you wouldn't necessarily need a support, but you would definitely need either a tank or a support. I would not have a team of all damage. <laughs> Unless you're really wanting to test something out. Um, Because, like, the main tank I play is uh, Finn. And he's sort of your standard-ass tank for any sort of dungeon crawl. He's got a big old Braum shield. His abilities consist of charge headfirst and taunt everything around him. Throw his shield like Captain America to stun stuff. Create a Braum wall, which helps... Deals with any ranged projectiles, increases his damage reduction, and if you can cancel it early to shatter it, doing magic damage in front of you and taunting everything it hits. And then his ultimate, he just jumps up, slams his shield in the ground, and gets a giant ass AOE, taunts everything, and everything he taunts, he now gains armor for. Okay. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. And it's sort of ridiculous because... I do not think I've activated that thing once and where I haven't gone from uh, his like 2,000 standard health to now I have 5,000. 
Okay. Yeah. And then his passive is very entertaining. For every time he taunts a creature, he gains a stack, which gives him health and armor and magic resist. I was assuming it had to be something like that. Because yep. you, you, when you said he came, comes down and gains armor and then you mentioned your health going up, I'm like, it's got to be his passive. <laughs> yes. Well, no, this is a stacking one. That's that's just the ability. The, so the ability gives him armor and health? No, the ability just gives him armor, and the armor in this game stacks on top of your health. Oh. So it just becomes oh, one giant armor. health bar. Okay, okay. I've been playing... I've, yeah, I've been playing Diablo, so I've... Uh, armor, armor is damage reduction, and barrier is in front of your health. Yes. Okay, okay. So this is... Armor is additional health essentially yes okay because they reference like damage reduction as a mitigation or damage reduction or whatnot okay yeah that's just one of those weird things yeah. where like every game calls it slightly differently mm-hmm. okay yeah okay that's that's so, that's interesting so he's your sort of standard tank then like uh the other tank that's initially unlocks Sindus, i believe his name is he's a mage tank who's tanking more consists of him doing damage and throwing a shield on somebody. That's more my play style of tank. <laughs> yes. So, like, his ability, his Q is a slow-moving orb that has a pretty far distance. It's just slow-moving, has a wide hit damage, damages everything it passes through. Then you can activate it and it pulls everyone into a vortex. Um, his W is his shield, which... He builds his shield by anything he damages becomes marked. Then anything that's any enemy that's marked that is then damaged, he gains armor based off a percentage of his max health. Making sense so far. So his W, whatever armor you have, you can just throw it on somebody, and now they're they're armored up. His E is a AOE field which slows, reduces the damage they deal, and reduces their armor. And marks everything that's in it. Okay. And then his ultimate, he just does a AOE, which all enemies caught in it become marked, become confused, which is an effect that is like a charm effect. They become fused and just attack the closest thing to them. Okay. And that's his tanking style. And that's that, the mage tank, which was a definitely different tank style. I caught on pretty quickly and understood it. But I can very much see for... Anyone who's never played a weird tank build could would very much have a hard time with it. Yeah. So I'm I because it very much requires you to be aware of where your yeah. team is. You, you have to. Yeah. I've I always prefer that style or something a little more different like that. Yeah. Uh, for tanking because I fall into the trap of like the traditional tank mm-hmm. where. Like you kind of hit a point where you get used to playing it, where you you're like, I'm I'm the tank, I'm unstoppable, yeah. And you kind of just go in, and you don't give a shit where anyone is, yeah. And it's like I fall into that trap a lot of times, and then it's <laughs> like I fuck myself over because I'm like, because then I go in and I'm like, where the fuck is everybody at? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's sort of just sort of like the ways that they have some characters that sort of. Are interesting to me like there's one called i can't remember his name because i haven't unlocked him yet but he's he's there's no better way for me to put it he's a uh, lucian from league yeah but instead of just doing pure damage his ammo switches between damage bullets and healing bullets 
Okay. So all these skills can either damage or heal depending on which mode you're in. I was going to say that is, that's probably, that's got to be like an active sw- swapping yes. thing. Okay. Yeah. So he active swaps is one of his abilities. He has a dash. He just shoots a double bar- barrel shot down the lane. Um, I forget what his third is, his E skill is. And then his ultimate, he just starts shooting off rounds in a straight line. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it says like 50 rounds. Yeah. I can see the comparison yeah. there. Yeah. I, I, tell you, I tell you what, though, if you get your friend keys, I'll actually play this one with you. Yeah, no, I just had to get support. They'll probably get them to me. Um, so I, yeah. I looked at some of the characters online just to see what, like, what their character art and stuff look yeah. like. It, and, yeah, I mean, you can, you can kind of look at characters and go, I think I understand that guy. I mean, there's the main healer that most people are playing is Lotus. She's just part of the initial unlocks. She's a damage healer. So she has two actual heals and then she has a passive that puts seeds of life on your allies whenever they're healed and any damage she does with her next ability attack heals them for a percentage okay i like damage healers a lot of people do it's like it's it's like across the aisle it's gonna play a lot of maluka yeah and then the other one is uh becco which that's a weird one because they're a pure support they have but instead of just having like straight heals, they have a heal over time build. Okay, I like that. Yeah, so like their initial skill is puts a heal over time on you. Then you um, has a second heal over time, which if you put it on someone who already has it, it immediately gives them a burst heal and then gives them the heal on time. Yeah, yeah. I I I do I do like heal over time stuff because it's like you just kind of throw it on them. And it's like. It, it's like you throw it over there and you go, don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, then has a cleanse skill and then has their AOE. I heal everyone now. You can't die. Yeah. And then has a nice, has a very interesting passive where there's a chance when they basic attack that it just, whenever I think they throw the basic attack, it's like, all right, your Q skill's free now. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I like the, the, uh, the big AOE heal, how you put it, like, all right, nobody died now. It, it, that's the, uh, that's like the the moment where like you haven't been paying attention and people are getting like hurt and stuff. And you just go, I help. It's like, <laughs> it's like you can't yell at me now. <laughs> Pretty much. That's um, the I did my job button. <laughs> yes. So yeah, each character is very similar sets that you've probably seen in other mobile games, but they do have their own little tweak and whatnot. The actual main game, as I've said, is four teams of four get loaded in. And more or less, you have about, I'd say about five to six minutes in between each sort of nexus wave, or I can't, I don't believe that's what it's called, but I can't remember what it's called right at the moment. Um, so the entire map's open. It spawns objectives, and then there's just general mobs across the map that you can kill to level. The main thing are like the objectives, because if you go and fight an objective, you gain either gold, loom, which is your core's health that you can give him more some of them will give you xp and then others will uh send waves of enemies to go attack other people's cores this ever since you started talking about this game it okay. reminds me of one i don't remember what the fuck it was called was it the warhammer one what no no this this one i it reminds me of we we played this at one point okay it was 
like a third person one with a big open map. Yeah. That had like, uh, it had like different. It, it was also like a PVEV, PVEVP game. Okay. Where there were, it, I think it was just two teams though. Okay. Where you spawned in and there were like different enemies and stuff across the map, and you, it's like you had to fight the enemies to level up mm-hmm. to then fight the other people. I don't remember what the fuck this game was called. All I can think of is Loco. No, not that piece of shit. <laughs> Loco Two is still in production. No this this was more this was more akin to like a might or a, a map like it was it was more of like a three D map that had different levels of verticality and stuff to it. I don't remember what it was called. I've been thinking about oh, it. Oh, Hyper Universe. Maybe that was the two D fighter one, two D MOBA. Where there was like this level stages. I know. I, I I know what you're talking about there. I'll have to I'll have to look this one up and see what it, see if I can remember what the. Fuck we have called. a long backlog. Of we we've played a, MOBA games. We've played a lot of MOBA <laughs> games. We tried to get away from League for a while and played every clone of it imaginable. Oh, some were good. Others were pretty bad. Some were good and some were loco. I also thought I just now thought Strife, but Strife doesn't sound right either. No, Strife was awesome. Strife was actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, no, so you have loads in the objectives. Each one does a different thing based on what objective mission it was, is and what color it is. So Because the color of the objective sort of determines the reward, and it randomizes what it is each time whenever you load in the game. Currently, there is three different maps, each with their sort of set fights and everything besides just the randomized objectives there is um the, i do appreciate this so whenever you load it shows what map it is and it's at a difficulty of medium or hard currently don't know if they plan for any easy maps but hey and you can definitely see a significance between the hard map and the two mediums because the mobs just the regular general mobs will fuck you up a lot more <laughs> okay okay i gotta i gotta quick well yeah, I guess I got a quick question. Okay. So you say it's like the big open map stuff's there, objectives, everything mm-hmm. kind of there. How does how does it play? Is it kind of like, or is the team kind of like follow the tank, or can people go do their own? Can they realistically go do their own thing? Realistically, if you have a good enough team, you can split up and go do different things. But for the most part, like at least in the early days, probably like follow the tank. Probably but, follow or, as a group to get XP because XP is group shared. Okay. It is not uh, per person. So you can split off once you feel like you're at a comfortable spot to help do clear more objectives and whatnot. You just have to be very careful because this game is very much about I'm going to overwhelm you. Okay. So when you say shared XP, is that like, is it split XP or just share of the, everybody shares the group amount? share? So it's like, the the thing has a set amount of XP. Everyone gets that amount of XP. Well, it's more or less, think of like, uh, um, what was the Blizzard MOBA? Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I was like, it's here over here somewhere on the wall. Think of that one where the team shared the level up. Okay. So Okay, so it's like, even if everyone gets the XP, even if one person is contributing to most of it. Yes. Okay. So it's just a pulled team XP that okay. levels everyone at once. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yes. Um, so there's that. There's, of course, 
gold earning for shop items and whatnot, which I do appreciate the shop items do actually change each game, so it's not always the same shop items. Okay, it's a rotating shop, so it's not like every game someone's going to have the, the same, same build. build. Okay. I don't know if they plan to add more items because I do see a lot of the same ones continuously in the shops. I don't know if it's map-specific or anything like that. Um, I don't believe it is because I've seen some on the other maps. But it is a different, interesting thing of going, load in the shop, see what would be best build. Okay. There is a secret shop that just spawns somewhere randomly on the map with more ideal items. I wouldn't say better items. More specific. Yeah. Um, they get they give you more for stuff you can do. Um, yeah, it just spawns randomly on the map. That one is always the same okay. currently. So question about items then. Okay. We're getting into the nitty-gritty on this because yeah. I'm, I'm curious because I've played a lot of MOBAs yes. and shit like that. So what what are the stats like? Do they have is it just like this item is going to give you more damage or is it like does it break it down between like offensive items as like magic versus physical and stuff like that or is it just like offensive? So it does have different sec it has defensive, physical offense, magical offense, support and then a phoenix feather, which allows you to self-revive if you get killed. Okay. So kind of like sim simplified versions of the stats, kind of. Yes. Okay. But um, if you want to really get nitty-gritty, a lot of the items that I've noticed have are more effect-style items. They give you some sort of base stat and then have some effect or whatnot. Yeah. So it's like the stats are nice, but you're buying it for the effect. Yes, because there is just some pure stat items, which... They're pure stat items, so they're sort of over the top. Um, but yeah, a lot of them is a very effects because like besides the shop, you can fight mini boss enemies that are on the map, which will drop a shard item for someone to claim because it, as I say, it feels like a dungeon crawl because whenever a mini boss drops something, Amelia goes, pass or need? If you pass, cool. If you need? Need. <laughs> Roll time. Need. Um, and I found out if nobody needs, whoever picked it up, it's just like, all right, you're stuck with it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's like it's like item item drops. Do you want it or no? Basically, yeah. it's like, is this helpful to you or not? Yes. In which you can hold, you can equip six items, and then you can actually have three on a backpack that you can switch out. Okay. Which I haven't found a use for that yet. I was gonna say that seems weird, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on the idea of the opportunity to get a, another item. Which I can only assume it's for whenever like you're not near a shop and you pick up an item that's better than one you currently have equipped it and you can just that's what that's what I was it thinking. Out. It's like I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no to like an item drop and it be like, Oh, that's actually useful, but my, my items are full. Yeah. So that's the only real thing I can think of using it for at the moment, but hey. But, um, so yeah, that's the main game. About every five, six minutes is when it switches to, it has a loom, Loomis event that happens, which is a event that has some sort of objective. So far, I've seen like three or four different ones. And more or less all four teams compete based on how, every, how far you get into completing that thing before someone actually finishes it. Because it ends as soon as somebody finishes it and then ranks everyone based on where they are at it. You get a large amount of loom for your base. 
before it starts the horde wave, in which that thing goes hard. So the horde wave doesn't have a timer. It just goes until somebody dies. Oh, it goes until, like, a team dies? Yes. Okay, cool. So until somebody's Evercore is destroyed. So it starts off easy and everything, but as it goes longer, it's just like, all right, we're just going to start throwing shit at you. (laughs) So you're mad. It's like you guys had more gear than we expected. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, it was very quickly just goes, all right, you're all doing great. Yeah, we're just going (laughs) to... Because very quickly your your, uh, screen can be filled with just a bunch of enemies on top of your base. Okay. And it's very sudden because it'll just be like, all right, this team's dead and everything dies. <laughs> and then it does it again. So you one team is now dead. You run it again till the next loom event. That happens. You do another horde wave. Somebody dies. And then you go to the head-to-head. Okay. So it's like five... It's like five or six minute rounds or something yeah I, I could be wrong it may actually be 10 i haven't oh, actually yeah, been paying attention so it's like you have somewhere between like a five to ten minute round yes then a horde if you make it through the horde you have another Seven. round then a horde. horde and if you make it there then it's the head-to-head match yes okay in which the head-to-heads are very entertaining because it is sort of like this final build-up so as far as I can tell currently, the head-to-heads are specific to each map. Okay. I don't know if they plan to add a rotation to the head-to-heads or they're just going to keep it specific for each map because there's uh, the two medium difficulty maps. They f- Their head-to-head finishes off with boss fights. Okay. So, and it's just a determination who can kill the boss quicker. And there is sort of like um, section health bars where once you get them down to a certain health bar, it has this little mini event where if you complete it you get some sort of bonus to be able to fight the boss uh, to do something to the boss or and if you fail you're screwed and then the hard map it is a smaller version of the horde wave with tetris rules so it spawns it creates monster spawners which you can destroy and it creates special enemies that are sort of cr- marked with some sort of purple cloud. If you kill the spawners, or if you kill the purple cloud enemies, it goes to the enemy team. Oh, that's what you mean by Tetris. I was like, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to figure out how the fuck they're dropping down some obstacle that funnels them in better. Or You're spawning enemies on their side. Okay, so it's like, it's like you kill it and go, your problem now. Pretty much. <laughs> Which I actually found pretty fun because at first I was, when I started that, I was like, Oh, so we're just doing who can out-survive the others first? Okay. Then I started noticing and saying, you've sent an enemy to the opponent's side. They've sent an enemy to the opponent's side. I went, oh, this is bullshit. (laughs) And then each of the boss fights were actually significantly different. The one has you fight this ice troll or something or another, where it's each team in their own instance of who can kill it first and spawns a bunch of ads and whatnot has a whole moment where you have to stand on these switches for long enough to activate them while he's trying to AOE burst your team. If you succeed, hey, you now have 20% extra damage against the boss for a set amount of time. If you don't, well, you didn't die. Okay. And then the other boss is a giant water elemental that's actually in the center of each team's platform. So boss is in the center. Each team is on one side. And you just beat on it together. 
which is very interesting. So it has a life bar for each team. I was going to say, is that just kind of like a DPS race to see who does more damage? Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Because it does have a, once it hits its checkmark life bars, it's like, all right, kill the minions. and just spawns a bunch of minions. If you manage to kill all the minions within the time, the boss just spawns on your side and says, tells the other team to fuck off. <laughs> and they just have to fight a bunch of minions while you're beating on the boss. So they lose ground. Okay. So they're, they're like a they're like a DPS scoreboard for while this is happening? No, so no. You, okay, I was going to say, so you know who the fucking weak link is? Yeah. No, so <laughs> it's funny you say that. So I've actually done the uh, water monster like three times now. And one time my team got screwed because all the teams were very close with the Evercore and just one team finally died. But in the process, my entire team got wiped right before the start of it. And once that last wave starts, it gives you like um, 30 seconds to buy a little last shop, what thing, heal before the portal spawns. We all died and the respawn timer was a minute. Oh, cool. <laughs> Can you not buy where you're dead? Nope. Oh, you have, do you have to like actually go yep. to... Okay, you have to physically walk to a shop. So we all died, and my team's like, well, shit, GG, we're, we're sort of fucked. We all respawn, and we blitz the fuck out of that boss. The enemy team had nothing on our DPS. Like, we... They had a whole... They had a good, before the our entire time was up, good 40 seconds... And by the time they got to the first bar, we had already gotten to it. And we just absolutely smoked them in that one. <laughs> it was very entertaining to see how that end game can go after that. Because I was in the same boat. I was just like, well, we're sort of fucked. <laughs> yeah. Then you then it's like that's the that's the moment when it's like, okay, we're behind. It's like, okay, who actually knows how to string their their abilities together correctly? Turns out we did. Um but yeah, overall, I'm having a great time with it. It's definitely a change from the traditional MOBA setup. I do enjoy the sort of dungeon crawl of it. Um, overall, yeah, I'm having a great time with it. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's good to hear because that's a game. That's a game you've been you kind of brought to our attention, and yes. it's good to hear that it's actually enjoyable. Yes. To the to the point that you were hoping it would be. Now, if I can just get my other one, Pal World. No, not happening. January, man. <laughs> It'll uh, happen eventually. All right, so we are an hour into this, and we got to touch on the Nintendo Direct, which, guess what? I didn't watch. John didn't watch. I watched a couple minutes of it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of just going to run through stuff that was announced on it. Uh, the the guy who would have been real excited for it in here, and I know I know there were at, at least one thing he was like he he was super hyped about. Yes, the Super Mario RPG remake. After all these years, yeah, yeah, that uh, I mean, not necessarily surprising. I mean, it sort of is because I mean, it is a very well liked RPG back from the NES days, but. It's also one of those games that's so far back. It's just like, I was never sure if Nintendo would do anything with it. But that's that's what I'm saying though, because Nintendo is Nintendo is one of those companies that just kind of 
they just kind of pick and choose. It's like it's like they have all of their their backlog of games and stuff yeah. just up, and they just have an intern throw a dart, <laughs> and that that's what they're remaking or that's what they're working on next. So it's like I'm not necessarily surprised that this is this got announced. Uh, yeah, I mean, g- good for all the people that that love the game. I mean, I got a copy at home. Like I've I've never never touched it, never did anything. It's with actually it. a very solid RPG. I mean, I, that's what I've always heard. I've just never sat down and played it. So the next thing is Super Mario related. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. What the hell is this? Because all I know is when this got announced, it was just a bunch of elephant Mario's in my feed. Dude, I don't have a clue. Okay. So, new Super Mario 2D, 2.5D game, I believe it is. Um, I'm, some imagination crap, because all I know is Elephant Mario. I was wondering where, why those pictures were showing up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Zelda and Ganondorf, Tears of the Kingdom Amiibo is coming out. Silent Hope. I don't know what that is. So, good luck. Detective Pikachu 2, of all things. Yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. Um, people have asked for it. People weren't expecting to get it. But here you go, Detective Pikachu 2. Maybe we'll get a second film. <laughs> I was about to say probably not, but at this point, who knows? Um, we did actually get the uh, look, first look at the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, which I threw out there and both of y'all were like, no. Dude, I was not expecting that. It's not, it's not how they typically do it, but... I mean, I mean, it looked interesting. They kind of, kind of showed us, showed us uh, new Mons coming back. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't know. I'd like, I don't know entirely what is going to be going on with it. I'll probably end up picking them up or like picking up the the Violet DLC. Uh, so is it a different DLC for each version, I or think, is it just the unique thing for each game? I think it's. I think it's the differences between them is just kind of like who's back on what version and maybe slightly different variation to what the DLC story is. Cool. That's what I'm assuming. But I mean, cool that we're getting the DLC. Wasn't expecting it to be announced there. Uh, Pikmin one and two coming to the switch. There you go. I already own them. There you go. Pikmin, a look at Pikmin four, uh, Luigi mansion, dark moon port, which I believe was the three DS one think so that sounds right a new peach game of all things where peach gets to be the main story character and she gets to rescue her prince from another castle and then star ocean the second story r which i don't know if that's a new one or if that's a report i'm gonna assume a new one i don't i was gonna say i think it's report it might be i'd have to look into it uh then everything else that apparently alex didn't care about sonic superstars Palia, uh, Persona 5 Tactica, Myth Force, Splatoon 3 Splatfest, Batman Arkham Trilogy, Gloomhaven, Just I, Dance. Okay, I tuned in when they were talking about, like, when I turned it on, I saw the Batman Arkham stuff come up, but okay. I was like, I was like, okay, sure. Again. There you go, Nintendo. And then Gloomhaven. You know what? I was say, I'm, I'm glad to say Gloomhaven. At get, least expanding. Getting out there a, a few more places. That is, That game is... That game is a lot of fun. It that is. game is just very. It's like that game is mentally draining, if or like when you get into harder missions, yes. because those missions will take a long fucking time. Yes, to they can. plan out to, 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 to try to plan out properly, and if something goes wrong, you've 
you'll spend like an hour, hour and a half playing the mission, and then it it, it fails, and you're just kind of like, I guess I'll do it again. Yeah. Uh, Fay Farm, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Manic Mechanics, Mario Rabbids DLC, Dragon Quest Monsters, Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 1, Vampire Survivors, Headbangers Rhythm Royale, Penny's Big Breakaway, Mario Kart DLC, WarioWare, and Nintendo Live 2023. So besides, like, the top highlight things, anything that catch your interest from that? Not particularly. I don't really... I don't use my 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 switch for a lot of stuff i use it for kind of specific games yeah. or, and stuff like that and it's like none of this was particularly in my wheelhouse of stuff i was like excited for i'm pretty sure there's it, it's like from what they had there for nintendo gamers something there for you yeah probably but for me in particular it's like my switch is mostly there for like pokemon some random RPGs and shit that I download. You know what I just ca- discovered the other day? Yokai Watch had a third game. I didn't know it had a second game. It got a second game, which had two versions of it, but it also got a third game. I also found out that third game costs about anywhere from $320 $350 for just the cartridge. Well, okay then. Yeah, I saw that. I went, I went first, went, holy crap, they had a third game? And then went, holy crap, that's expensive. And went, God damn limited runs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Any anything there catch your eye, Zach? Um, I'm slightly curious what the heck Dragon Quest Monsters is because I can only hope it's the mini game from Dragon Quest Eight where you get to build monster teams and fight in the arena. I meant to actually go back and watch this because I've I saw the name of it and I meant to go back and watch it, but. I didn't get around to it because I was trying to actually put some Final Fantasy time in today. Gotcha. But that is one, I will say, uh, of of that list, that's the only one that has caught my eye. Um, Pikmin 4 because it's Pikmin 4. Yeah. I've read Pikmin because it's Pikmin. Yeah, you're the Pikmin guy. I chose a Nintendo game. Never <laughs> beat one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really the only thing that caught me. So if yeah. Alex wants to gush over this next yeah. week, oh, well, not next week, the week after he can. So yeah, it's like when we're back on, if he wants to run back there and get some highlights for himself, I'll, I'm more than willing to let him do that. He he knew what was coming with Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you got nothing, I'm going to start hitting the weekly wrap-up. Uh, Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So first up, we got Last of Us announced for Halloween Horror Nights. Do you know what that is? That's the, I, I believe Halloween Horror Nights, that's the uh, like Orlando Disney Halloween stuff they have going on. They have, cool. They have a theme for it every year. Uh, you, It's like, usually it's something that's like relative in pop culture. Gotcha. I'm glad you knew what it was because I had no clue. Yeah. So does that mean I can go there and get tied up upside down and shoot uh, clickers? No, it just means that you'll if you went there, there would be people like once nighttime hit and and that 
like event started because it's a, that i don't need that in my life because it's a separate event that you have to buy a ticket for and then you can go in the park at nighttime and then when you're walking around the park they have sections where people are dressed up as that i don't need and, a goddamn and, clicker coming and at me themed sections like that where they have actors that pl- go around and scare the shit out of people i was about to say i don't need that clicker sound coming at me because i know what that is and i want nothing of it yeah so there, there'll probably be some of that uh yeah, Alex. Alex is excited for that. He uh, he says he's gonna be yeah, there. So he he'll he'll be there during that time. So fucking more power to you, dude. A new PS5 bundle with 24 months of PS Plus is coming. Man, they're really trying to push PS Plus. I mean, yeah, but I mean, hey, that's a thing. If you don't have a PS5 yet, why not? I mean, PS Plus. It's not the worst deal out there, uh, but it's gotten. Not as it's not as good as it used to be. It's not as good as the, what the we were base hoping. the base version of it's not as good as it used to be. Uh, so it's one of those where if you if you've never had it and you're gonna get a PS5 anyway, it's honestly it's the better deal than getting a game yeah. associated with it because the the PS or the PS Plus you'll gain access to more games. You'll get their monthly their, like their, free their, games. Yeah, they're like monthly games and that. It, it's like. It'll be a good deal for getting it with your with your new console. So not a bad bundle, honestly. As long as as long as it's still the same bundle price. Yeah. If it goes up too much, eh, maybe not. But we'll look at it once we actually see announcement of pricing, things like that. Uh Persona 5 Tactica News game is done with development and will take place in Royal Universe. A catchy and consuming confirmed to be playable. Don't know if they're gonna be base or DLC. Sophia and Zinkenshi could be playable, but not very plausible until we actually hear something for sure because they were royal content only. You know, ever since Alex played Persona, he puts a lot of Persona stuff in the weekly Yes, he up. does. He really fell hard on that game. <laughs> that's why I want to give him a, play one of like the early Personas. He said he started four, but that's not too much further away. No. I mean, from what you've said, like even three is kind of the, the, the staging point for where we've been or where they've been going. Yeah, no, three sort of the starting stage of what we got eventually built up to five. It's just the very base, and you can tell. Yeah. Um, Persona 5 passes 9 million copies sold worldwide, representing over 50% of total Persona sales. Shin Megami Tensei 5 Complete Edition rumored to be a thing. Spider-Man 2 info, no demo plan, new location in Coney Island. Game takes place 10 months after Miles' ending. Digital deluxe suits can't be unlocked through gameplay. Color variants for every suit. Many new villains alongside Venom, Craven, and Lizard. I got some. I got some fucking gripes with Spider-Man too. What's that? They're fucking digital deluxe edition. I'm gonna it's, assume it is pissing me off now. I've already said I was irritated with it, but that just pisses me off more. Because you can't unlock the suits. You can't unlock the suits, and the digital deluxe edition gives you two skill points. The fuck? Yeah. And and those suits come with the, uh, yeah, they come with the digital deluxe edition as well. So it's one of those, it's like, like I said back then, I don't care if you sell something in your digital deluxe edition that's cosmetic, gives you some little, like small little advantage or something else, as long as it is available to get in the game. It doesn't matter if it's like after the main story or something. As long as you have access to it. Yeah. Then I don't have as much of a problem with it, but 
But now it's like you're selling... When you money lock it. It's like you're money locking... I'm assuming the skill points are money locked because the suits are now money locked. And it's like, I, I just... I find that irritating because it's... Because... Uh, it's one of those things where it's like when you're looking for the best deal on a game, I look at digital deluxe editions and I'm like, yeah. okay, do I want to get it? I didn't get the Final Fantasy 16 digital deluxe edition because it was like it came with the soundtrack. Like the digital deluxe edition, I think, just came with the soundtrack and like a digital art book. Okay. And I was like, I don't, I don't really need that. And it was like the collector's edition that came with a bunch of additional stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just get the, the base edition of it. I don't need to pay extra to get that. But then something like this comes along, and it's like, if you don't get the digital deluxe edition, which is twenty, thirty dollars more than the base game, and base games are already fucking seventy dollars these days, yep. then you're you're just missing out. Yeah, it's like technically you're missing out. You're on you're, some sort of content. It's like whether yeah. So it's it that I I don't know. I just don't like that. I I don't like the idea of that, and I. I was hoping because when we, Alex mentioned the the bundle previously, I'm assuming he put that in there because of probably my uh, my previous uh, complaint about it is it just feels scummy. It's like you're just selling additional stuff that eventually you will. It's like you can't you can't get it through gameplay. So the only way that you'll be able to get access to that after the fact is they'll probably sell you a five ten dollar DLC pack. Or some sort of upgrade thing. Yeah, it's like, so you'll have to pay the additional money to get that when it's like, why would you not just include it as like, a, after the main story, you can Unlockable. go unlock it. Because then it's like, okay, well, then people can pay to get it early if they want to, because that's usually what happens when you have like armor sets and stuff Yeah. in a, in a pre-order bonus. It's like, okay, you have access to it, but it's going to be like a late game boss or something that you have to fight, or you have to go collect it through this other challenge whereas this just this this is scummy since you can't actually get it through gameplay you gotta spend money to make money yeah i've i don't know i've been we we, i've complained before about like pricing tactics with companies and like and stuff like that or i've I've been complaining about the or like overall companies with the way they've been shipping games and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, granted, we may, it's like Spider-Man may come out and be the best running game we've ever had for on like the, this generation of consoles and stuff. And maybe the best looking could be the best story and everything. But I mean, this is, I don't like the way this looks. It's a cash thing. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, it's, it's like, the incentive for people who want it to buy the digital Lux and more or less they're taking out the, thing of being able to unlock it and like it's solely incentive to buy digital devices oh, yeah. is what it seems like the other thing is you're you're cash grabbing people for like 20 bucks it's like the game is already 70 dollars, and you're already gonna sell three million copies on day one it's like everybody's everybody's been waiting on this to come out since the first game came out it's like anybody that played the first game they're gonna buy it yeah the amount of people that have played it after the fact especially since it went to pc afterwards People played it for the first time, or they rebought it because they wanted to play it again. There, you're already going to sell all these copies. You don't need to cash grab it. I don't know. It's it's one. It, it's a marketing strategy. I, I know. I just I fucking hate it. 
Well, time to do a little bit of weebness. So, anime series Tokyo Revengers... Y'all gotta quit sneaking this shit in here. ...is getting a 3D action RPG announced for PS5, PS4, Switch, PC, iOS, and Android. Which one do you think it's gonna run the worst on? Uh, <laughs> Switch. <laughs> Hands down. Uh, Immortals of Avium delayed to August 22nd to further polish the game. That's a weird date because that's still only like two months away. <laughs> yes. But it's strange that I assume gameplay mechanics because God damn those graphics look polished as fuck. Yeah. It's it's one of those words. I kind of look at that and I'm like, what are you polishing in? Because you're not going to work on it up until release. You're going to work on it for like, what, another month? Yeah. So it's like, what are you... What are we polishing? <laughs> I can only assume the game mechanics. Nintendo fan who purchased $3,500 of shares last year in interrupted the latest company meeting about Splatoon 3 customization options. How do you know when the meeting was? I'm going to assume he has enough shares where they have to notify him when there's a meeting because he's a significant shareholder. I mean... Whatever. If, if a Splatoon fan... Well, I, maybe not a significant shareholder, but enough... Yeah, enough where you have to be considered. Yeah. Like... And you have to be notified, hey, this is happening. You don't yeah. have to show up, but it's happening. I mean, if some... if You know, if fan cared that much about it and wanted something... Wanted his opinions heard, more power to him, man. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 2 will reportedly be Metal Gear Solid 4, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 5, and Metal Gear Peace Walker. Here we go. E3 canceled for 2024 and 2025 based on LA Tourism Board. Gotta claim that copyright. Just gotta wait till it's passed. <laughs> well, I think this this year more than anything showed... E3. We don't, we don't need it. Yeah, we really don't need E3 anymore. It's like people, people, at least not as for like a public show thing. I don't know if yeah. companies would still want it, but hey. Yeah, it's like it, it, at this point, it would be, it would go back to kind of just being a developer conference and stuff like yes. that. But I mean, it was funny. Like, what was it last year, or the year before, when Summer Games Fest and that happened, and they were like, "Yeah, we need E3, we need E3," and then this year happens, and people are like, "Fuck, these are some of the best showcases we've ever had." Yep. Well, just tied in with Jeff Keighley. Yeah, it's just one of those where it's like, it's not E3 we needed, it's the developers that we needed. Yes. We needed them to show us something worth being excited about. Yeah, we needed them to have just a big showcase to be able to show off what's yeah. we're going to see. It was just one of those things where it's like, previously the timing was bad. This year, this year, everybody kind of went hard. Yeah. Uh, So, Alex has put it in again. Some interesting things from court case about Activision Blizzard. Bobby Kotick was threatening to leave Xbox platform because of Sony being their market leader, forcing Xbox into an 80-20 revenue split versus a normal 70-30. Post-Bethesda deal was finalized. Sony positively responded to all Bethesda titles released on PlayStation in terms of quality, destroying their argument that COD releases on PlayStation will be worse than the Xbox counterpart. PlayStation 6 and next Xbox expected to release in 2028. Emails between Jim Ryan and former Sony CEO reveal that Jim Ryan wasn't concerned that COD would be exclusive to Xbox and PlayStation would be fine, saying it is not an exclusivity play at all. What a prick. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's this is just what happens when you have 
like two people, two people acting like children going, yeah, you, you can't have that because I don't want you to have that. But they have billions of dollars. Yes. It's like they, they have billions of dollars to play with. And these developers are their toys. And they're just fighting about it. For and it's like no fucking reason other like, than their own. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's literally just, uh, yeah, it's literally just them going, uh, had a PlayStation going, well, I don't want them to have that. So I'm going to do everything in my power to stop them from having that. I, I'm not going to be able to get it, but they, I just don't want them to I have it. I can't get it either. Yeah. It's a scummy move, but hey, maybe we'll eventually stop hearing about it. I mean, eventually we'll have to stop hearing about it. It's just one of those where, I mean, it, it's either Xbox is going to win out or PlayStation is going to get what they want and just piss everyone off. Yeah. Well, any last thoughts on anything, John? Um... Not particularly. All I was right. trying to think if, if I had something I missed. Well, I'm going to hit the music. That's going to be loud as hell because it doesn't turn up or down for whatever reason today. So, as we roll out, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you've been watching, thank you very much. And leave a comment about anything that we mentioned about Final Fantasy and Everport. We'd like to know. Uh, yeah, if you made it to the end of the episode with us, thank you very much. Uh, bit of a bit of a all over the place episode but it's kind of how it happened for me and Zach are here uh, we'll be here again in two weeks or so June 8th June 8th uh, or July 8th sorry July 8th yeah I was going to say June 8th already happened yes. but we'll be back Ju- July 8th about 6pm central time so come and see us then of course go check out Agent E Rogue Energy definitely pick up their new flavor the one I don't have strawberry, strawberry mango. mango which both of you say is very good but I'm not a mango person but hey um, join us on Discord, and you can also check out the website at sparky3.com. Check out any of the merch that we put out there. Again, thank you very much, and have a wonderful evening, day, or afternoon. Everyone watch this. Bye.